And welcome back. Great to have your company. Well, uh, I'm glad to say that Adelaide's reputation uh, continues to grow as a major convention city, and rightly so, on the back of uh, the growth of our uh, wonderful facility- facilities on that wonderful position right on the edge of uh, the uh, the wonderful Torrens. The Adelaide Convention Centre, of course, it first opened its doors way back in 1987, and since then it's drummed up more than $1.4 billion in business. Yes, $1.4 billion. The good news is that they're not resting on their laurels. Uh, the uh, the forecast is that it's going to continue to grow. CEO of the the Adelaide Convention uh, Convention Bureau, Damien Kitto, joins me in the studio. Hi, Damien. Good morning or afternoon. Good afternoon. <laughs> That's all right. Sorry, time How, flies. Yeah, it does. It does. How's things? Going very well. Going thank very you. well. Look, um, the convention centre. Uh, I mean, it's the jewel in the crown, isn't it, uh, of uh, that wonderful location. The big expansion has uh, been an enormous success. Launched last year, just uh, at the end of last year, September, I think it was last year. Um, good investment. Absolutely amazing investment and a credit to uh, the former government, uh, their investment across the riverbank with the convention centre in terms of the way that we appreciate it being the heartbeat of the riverbank is a critical investment. That $400 million is not only winning business now and into the future, but the stories and the promotion that the mm. Bureau can do interstate but overseas is critical. So we've now got a world-class facility. The opportunity before us now, we're now playing in the big leagues, if you like, for attracting business events from around the world. The convention centre is the jewel in the crown. Now, just just uh, we'll wind right back to the structure of it, to the convention centre. You're the CEO of the Convention Centre Bureau. So what's your role? So the CEO of the Adelaide Convention Bureau, so as you said in the opening, we're now 42-plus years old. Mm. Uh, the Convention Centre, uh, I believe, has just recently turned 32 years old, was the first purpose-built convention centre in Australia. Um, so the Bureau existed before that. So the role of the Bureau, so we're an independent, not-for-profit uh, organisation. Uh, we receive fantastic support from the SA Tourism Commission and, of course, the state government behind them, uh, the Adelaide City Council, and we're also a membership-based organisation. So we have around 200 members. So the convention centre is our primary member. Uh, we have a whole series of hotels in the city and across mm-hmm. the metropolitan Adelaide. Uh, uh, we also have professional conference organisers, audio-visual um, organisations, um, transport companies, and then the regions come into it as well with all the magnificent products and services we have there in the regions. They support business events as well. So the role of the Bureau as the peak industry body is to pull everyone together and so we're the top of the or the bottom of the funnel if you like we seek uh, proposals and information and basically pitch the destination to attract national events but also international events so that's the difference is that we're basically the umbrella if you like of the uh, of the business events sector in Adelaide and South Australia we pull everyone together and we're the one organisation presenting nationally and internationally Um, And it's a model that works around the country, but around the world. There's always great convention bureaus in every city. There's great convention centres. There's hotels. So this model is very normal, but we're one of the older ones in Australia. Okay, so your your role is to bring the events and fill fill up the convention centre, fill up that great building. So the convention yeah. centre, but being that membership-based organisation, uh, also the, the Royal Adelaide Showground, so they've got amazing venues. Uh, Adelaide Oval, of course, on the, on the riverbank. The hotels have got venue and meeting space uh, within as well. Uh, the National Wine Centre. And then you've got venues out 
out into the regions as well. So we have Port Lincoln, uh, the ozone on Kangaroo Island, and McCracken down at Victor Harbour. Uh, we've got Clare Valley, um, the, the Clare Country Club there, and of course the Barossa Novotel um, as well, uh, led by Accor in the Barossa. So we work for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of small to medium events you know, that we deal with, 300 to 500 packs, if you like. They can go anywhere around the city and around the regions, depending upon the client from interstate or overseas, their requirements. But typically, the general rule, anything greater than 500 right. goes to the convention centre right. okay. because it is a world-class facility. They can host big plenaries. They've got flexibility and breakout space, fantastic cable for the food and beverage and the service is brilliant. So we work for everyone. So that's why we get paid by the government, the city council and the members to win business for across the destination. So how do you actually decide what, uh, you know, what convention would be better to go to what location? It's a really good question. Uh, the key to that, it's all about the client. So whilst mm. we think we may know uh, or we want to you know, put business into the centre or into the wine centre or Adelaide Oval, we are totally dictated to by what the client's requirements are. So, again, it's not only the, the size, but it's also the, the breakout space. Do they have an exhibition? So all of those technical requirements determine ultimately wh- what venue that event can be slotted into. Um, again, more than more times than not, it is the convention centre because of the sheer size of the event. Mm. But, again, if it's a smaller event yep. and it can go to the regions or elsewhere around metropolitan Adelaide, we look at that as well. So... Um, we then put a proposal out to our members, if it's, say, a piece of business under 500 packs, 500 people, uh, and they're putting proposals to us. We're sharpening those up with the respective members and then sending those to the client. So they may be looking for uh, the convention centre or might be looking for, if it's a residential conference, where they've got 300 people staying in a hotel and they want the convenience of the meeting space being there and then as well, they may be looking for that. They may not have the budget where they could perhaps go to the convention centre. They might be looking for a smaller venue that's still high quality, Mm -hmm. but on a price point, it's better for the client. So coming back to your question, totally depends upon what the client requires. Right, Okay. So you might put a a proposition to them that uh, this would fit in the Barossa or it might you know, fit down south or whatever, and then it's up to the client. Exactly. Um, And, you know, the convention centre is doing amazingly well because it's a fantastic product. It's a world-class product. But we've got a great product offering through other venues and facilities as well. Mm. Um, Even the Adelaide Hills Convention Centre, which has recently won the Tourism Australia, or the Australian Tourism Award, I should say, for best uh, business events uh, convention centre in in Australia. Um, You've got Glen Hewen up in the foothills there, up in the northeast, the Novotel Barossa Valley, again, we've got so much variety and that's the role of the Bureau to really try and educate the clients, particularly nationally, that here's our great product mix, we're here to help, so you let us know what you want. Now, I mentioned in the introduction we're talking about, you know, $250 million per year. Uh, That's, you know, the the revenue that uh, conferences throughout the state generate. Um, Does that include the fact that uh, when people come to a conference, they normally stay on a little while longer? And have a bit more look around. That's why it's such an enormous boost to the uh, tourism industry. They also eat, they drink, and they sleep. Does that 
$250 million per year take in all of those uh, those extras? It, it does include that. Obviously, it pr- primarily focuses on the direct spend yep. um, in the hotel, in the venue, transport. But you're right, the supply chain that's behind mm. a business event is significant. Um, so you're right, there's, there's the whole sort of restaurant offering, there's the wineries out in our great regions. Uh, but you've also got to think, with, with the food, not only in the restaurants or in the venue where the event may be, be, you know, the, the beef, the lamb, the prawns, you know, the lettuce, mm. the tomatoes. Stop, you're making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and it's that time of the day yeah, too. Yeah. But, but that whole support factor but behind that is, mm. is huge, let alone uh, people wanting to, to tour before they hit the event or after or the after. event. Um, yeah. The International uh, Astronautical Congress that was held last September, so we had 4,500 people in town. Um, more than half of those were from, from overseas. Mm. We've got research showing that 50% of those travelled um, to our regions, but particularly Kangaroo Island, the Adelaide Hills. 50% was it? I was going to and ask the Barossa you. Valley. 50%. Um, that's enormous, isn't yes. it? So internationally, yeah. that number is larger than nationally because yeah. people are you know are time poor, so they tend to be in and out and they might have a half a day spare. So that's that's where the city benefits, but where it's an international event, mm. people are travelling long haul from Europe or North America. We try and promote to them, hey, you know, it's a long trip, come and do your business, but here's all the amazing things that you can mm. do across Adelaide and South Australia. Um, so the, the pre and post touring is, is really important. They do spend a lot of money. And that's what we've got to keep in mind when we, we talk about, uh, you know, the, the convention industry. You take that out of our economy, my God, we'd be in trouble. Absolutely. And you talk of a figure of $250 million. That's just the business that the Bureau's directly yeah. connected to. Mm. Um, you look at all, you know, some of those venues that I've listed along with the hotels, they're conducting business day-to-day that we're not aware of. So we tend to become when there's a competitive bid situation. So they, through you know, through, through the ACOR or the International Hotel Group, um, IHG, through their distribution models, they're winning a lot of businesses as well. So I would say that figure could potentially double. So you're talking a half a billion dollars um, in a $6.6 billion um, uh, tourism industry. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. the great thing about uh, our visitor being the business event visitor, they spend $632 a day. So that keeps the venues... Per visitor. Per visitor. $632 a day. So massive spend. That happens basically Monday to Friday when those business events take place. Uh, The leisure visitor, which is very important and underpins the visitor economy as well, they spend around $179 a day. So whilst we're small in size or volume, the number of people, um, the impact is significant. Mm -hmm. We're talking to uh, Damien Kitto, the CEO of the Adelaide uh, Convention Bureau. Happy to take your calls if you've got any queries about uh, the convention uh, industry, which is, as we've just been explaining, huge. A huge slice of uh, the South Australian economy. Give us a call eight double two three double o double o. The text line is zero double four eight zero eight thirteen ninety five. Great to have your company. We're talking to uh, Damien Kitto. He's the CEO of Adelaide Convention Bureau. Uh, that's the mob responsible for bringing all these wonderful uh, conventions uh, to South Australia and uh, a huge part of the South Australian economy, as we've just been explaining. Now, Damien, we had the the big science uh, convention that uh, you mentioned, the Astro. Science uh, Convention, huge success, five thousand people. Um, what other big ticket uh, items? That's going to that's going to take a bit of topping, surely. 
That is literally the biggest event we've ever had, yeah. Alan. And the way that not only the convention centre delivered an amazing experience, so we're hearing a 90% satisfaction uh, rating from the people that attended, um, but the hotels, uh, the the restaurants, the, the clubs, everyone really made the, the city come alive. So the feedback has gone across the globe. So we're really proud of that and well mm. done to, and mm. hats off to everyone that performed there. You're right. How do we now fill that? Um, and I suppose that's currently what we're working on now. But we've already got a good calendar locked in, in into the future. Um, so we win a whole mix of events and, and their medical, health, life sciences, uh, their, their defence, their agricultural. So some of the events that are coming up uh, in this year, for instance, in 2018, we've got the Diabetes Society. Society, uh, coming in, and that's about a 2,000 delegates. Land Forces, we had that a couple of years ago, so that yeah. is basically the cream of, of the army or land warfare. Um, so whilst there's only 1,500 delegates, there's a massive exhibition. And when they were here two years ago, um, the Land 400 project uh, was exhibiting there and the, the two key tenderers uh, were, were playing it off. So that was incredible. That's that's coming up um, later this year. Uh, the National Vet, obviously, um, with the investment in defence and the capability and yeah. building and TAFE behind that, we've got the National Vet Conference coming up. Um, um, we receive a whole lot of superannuation and finance conferences. They're coming up. Um, one that I'm uh, sorry, there's two that I'm very, very proud of, um, and it was a big team Adelaide effort. In uh, next year in September, we're hosting the World Roots Conference, and just to confirm, that's about aviation. Um, <laughs> so here it is. We're all trying to increase. Um, you know, the aviation or the airlines flying into Adelaide and South Australia is critically important. Yeah. We're having 3,000 um, aviation route planners come to Adelaide next September. Can so, I just interrupt there? Uh, 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 something that big. How the heavens do you knock off the other bidders from other locations? Given that we do live down under, I would have thought there'd be a lot of people, uh, you know, putting in a bid for that uh, that conference, for example. Highly, highly competitive industry that we work in, and um, that was that was a good six to twelve month process. In fact, that was short. Going back to the International Astronautical Congress, that was a nine year process. So. The tactics, the lobbying, the strategy behind it is extensive. Um, from memory now, uh, we won that a couple of years ago. We were up against five international um, cities, uh, destinations from around the world. Um, the secret to Adelaide's success, mm. winning all this business mm. now and into the future, is if we can be shortlisted down to the top three or five, invite the decision makers being the board or the secretary general of that organisation in to see all the products and services, uh, you know, the government ministers, the premier, uh, the governor, you know, show them the love, really roll out the red mm. carpet. They go, mm. wow, you really want our event. You care for our event. We can see you've got great facilities and services and you've rolled out the top echelon of government. We know that if we bring our event, it's a great success. Right, So okay. that's the really that's the simple key. recipe mm. to how mm. we win business, particularly internationals, to roll out that red carpet. So really important. Um, so a really uh, good future looking uh, for the next 12 months. So the $250 million that we talked about earlier, likely to go through the roof. 
Uh, we're hoping that 2019 is going to be bigger, perhaps $300 million worth well, is, is the uh, the estimate that we're punching for. Um, so we've always done really well uh, winning national conventions um, with the new Liberal government that's come to power. And again, I mentioned that we've always had great bipartisan support, but we've now got the, the infrastructure there with the convention centre and the riverbank, mm-hmm. particularly the biomedical precinct. Um, we really are now playing in the big leagues to try and win business events from around the, the world. We will push into the future to try and attract more international conventions. So through funding support through Minister Ridgeway, um, we will be able to do that. But the low-hanging fruit and one of the really exciting opportunities are the corporate incentive tour groups. Um, what I mean by that, so organisations such as an Amway, which um, your listeners would be well and truly aware of, um, it's a direct selling company mm-hmm. and uh, people are motivated to sell as much of the product as possible. So in China, for instance, is 84 of these companies that act and behave like uh, Amway. Amway, yep. um, they're Very big billion-dollar companies. So they reward their employees if they hit a certain target with an all-expenses-paid trip to go anywhere in the world. So that might be the top 8,000 or 10,000 employees down to 1,000 to the top achievers at 500. So this is something we're working very closely with with the SA Tourism Commission and also Tourism Australia. Um, So last year we hosted a group, 3,000 Chinese, a group called Perfect China. Um, We're now pursuing other groups. Uh, We have another group um, uh, visiting in in June. That's around 1,000 packs. And we're also about to travel to China to bid for a piece of business uh, that is around 8,000 packs. So the value of that... That's 8,000 people coming here. 8,000 people, and they come for four nights, five days... um, that is worth $42 million. So going back to the Astronautical Congress, mm-hmm. that was around $24 million. So this is just shy of double. So this would literally be the biggest event. But with the support of the new Liberal government within market resources in, in China, able to, to go in and out and build the relationships with the key clients, um, Chinese incentive tour groups is low-hanging fruit and a massive opportunity. Mm. Um, there's already something like um, over 300, might even be close to $400 million worth of Chinese business coming into Australia. We're hovering around 2 to 3%. So if we can grow that to our normal 8 to 10%, you know, that's tens of millions of more dollars coming in. And the great thing about incentives, they not only stay in the city, but all their trips, because they're high-end leisure trips, mm-hmm. like you and I would do, are out into the region. So Port Lincoln, Kangaroo Island, the McLaren Vale, the Hills, the Barossa Benefit, and maybe even hopefully the Flinders Ranges. So the regional dispersal and the expenditure in the regions from an incentive travel group is really important. All there for the taking. Uh, Damien, great to catch up with you for a great update, and uh, we'll, we'll keep in touch uh, as, uh, as things continue. Thanks for your support, Alan. Good on you. Thanks very much, Damien. Uh, if you want to learn more, just go to the just Google Adelaide Convention Centre. Some fantastic uh, details on there and great uh, statistics as well.